episode 20. This is it. It's been 20 episodes of Zenith Podcast. Welcome back. Thank you to everyone who's listening. Um, is this your first time? Welcome. This is uh, my podcast. My name is Cesar Davila, and this is going to be a life update. And this is the third episode of my life updates. I usually do this just to kind of like express what I've been going through mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, um, on how my life has been. And I realized that it's already going to be, it's already going to be two months since my last life update. So considering, uh, life circumstances, you know, I think it's a, I'm overdue for a, for an update. So pretty much long story short, three months ago in March, middle March, I was diagnosed with lupus, which is an autoimmune disease. It's pretty wild. It just attacks random parts of your body you know from blood vessels bones uh, ligaments organs anything so um my last update i talked about my hospitalization with the blood clot in my lungs you know so that happened and yeah that uh it definitely was pretty pretty traumatic looking back at it now i'm still trying to process that you know and so much more has happened since that um and, uh, you know, thankfully I've been going to, the, I've been going to the doctors, you know, pretty much every, every like few weeks, you know, meeting with them, taking a lot of blood tests and slowly, but surely all my um, results keep coming back improving, you know? So last month my uh, results came back improving improving and, um, my, uh, my doctor, she kind of, um, readjusted the medication I was taking because there's some medication I'm taking, I'm taking prednisone, which is a steroid, which is really bad for you. But um, that's the only thing that's kind of keeping the lupus in control for the short term as I'm taking other medication that's for long term. It takes a while for my, my body to adjust to it, I guess, or like um, for the medications to start kicking into it, you know, to kind of stabilize the lupus. So, um, yeah, they lowered down the steroid as I was taking. Then like a week later, I started getting... Um, uh, my my symptoms again of arthritis like i and also something interesting i found out is that i never had arthritis i thought i did but turns out it was just lupus attacking my joints so for the past like two years um i thought you know maybe i had arthritis because uh my bones would always hurt and i it, at first i didn't think it was arthritis i thought i was just overworking myself you know working too hard but I guess it was fucking lupus this whole time, you know, just fucking disguising itself. It's really interesting looking back at it now. Like I probably had so many other, I did have other um, signs of, you know, shit going on. I could have found out I had lupus about two years ago, probably. And none of this would have happened. I would have been able to stabilize it, but oh, well, things happen. And now I know, hopefully I learned from it, you know, be aware of your body, people. Seriously, be aware of your body. You never know what you might have. If you have insurance, please use it, you know, get yourself checked and um, keep yourself healthy and maintain yourself. Because before I was diagnosed with lupus, I did not go to the doctors at all. Like I was, I was a pretty healthy person. You know, I never, I only broke my leg once when I was a kid. Um, I was never really sick. And then now, now I can't work <laughs> for now, I guess, you know, but yeah, um, I'm on blood thinners. My lupus is still really active. Um, so, like, pretty much um, lupus uh, gives me random flare-ups where, like, it just starts attacking a random, you know, like, part of my body. So, because of that, I need to be really aware of, like, what's going on 
from like the pain to like the soreness the strength the energy that i'm given you know um so i'm going back to the medication and you know and um and the readjustment a week after the readjustment of the medication i started getting these arthritis pains and it was on my both my ankles and my feet and just in general my feet you know but it was mostly like the, the joints of my ankles and uh I took, um, I was taking Tylenol, you know, I took Tylenol, um, it didn't do anything to anything to me, so I had, like, two pills of Narco that I kept from the blood clot, from when I was giving the medication after a blood clot, because, you know, like, um, the pain I had was just really severe, that Tylenol didn't help, and I can't take any ibuprofen or, like, uh, Advil, because, uh, of the inflammation in my body, and, like, the medication I'm taking. So I couldn't take Tylenol, and that wasn't doing it. So I took a narco pill. That didn't do it. And uh, and then it just, I mean, that did it for the first day. It, it, you know, it just, it, it made it bearable, the pain. Usually the pain is just very temporary. It lasts like a day or two, and then it goes away. That's usually how um, the symptoms have been hitting me. But then by the second day, it just kept on getting worse and worse. And um, it got to the point where, like, I literally couldn't walk. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why? I took pain pills. Um, it wasn't like I took another narco. I, I try not to take these really strong narcotics because you know they they're very highly addictive, and that's something I don't want to do that to myself. You know. And um, yeah, I just the narco wasn't cutting it. It literally my pain was at like a nine out of ten by one point because like any little movement, I couldn't even move my feet. I had to like lay down on my bed in a stationary position i couldn't move or else i'll be in pain like it was that bad it just felt really sensitive it was like a sharp and aching pain on my ankles and i couldn't move them i couldn't put any weight i couldn't walk so uh my parents kind of decided like they're gonna take me to the er and um since i couldn't walk we uh, were like shit like all right they wanted to call the ambulance on me and I was like, no, like, dude, that's way too expensive. You know, like, hopefully I could just make it to the car. And, you know, we'll just get a wheelchair when we get to the ER. So um, we had, like, the office chairs with the rolling, you know, with the rolling wheels. So um, that got me to the front door. But then after that, we had steps. And I couldn't even take one step. Like, <laughs> I, I had to take one step, to, like, which is, like, probably four inches tall. And I couldn't, like, my, like, I legit almost collapsed on my dad, who was helping me. And it was that bad. Uh, and then that's when my mom just called the ambulance. And that moment, I felt, like, completely defeated. I broke down in front of my dad and my two sisters. My mom went inside to call them the ambulance. But, yeah, I genuinely just broke down. I, I couldn't. I couldn't believe that I was no longer in control. You know, um, I couldn't believe I had to get to this point where I, I felt completely helpless. And it made me realize that lupus was really like, it's serious. You know, I, I, I like, obviously I kind of knew, like, I mean, you know, I had a blood clot in my lungs that that could have killed me. Um, I've, you know, I've had other flare ups before, but this one, uh, it just felt different because like, I couldn't walk. And like, once you can't walk, what the fuck can you do? You could do a lot of stuff, but 
I couldn't walk, you know, I, I felt completely useless and helpless and not just that, but just in a lot of pain too, you know, and a lot of pain. Literally it was like a nine out of 10, any movement was so painful. So it was like, it was, it was a really intense moment mentally and physically, you know, because usually mentally is what helps me survive and what helps me like be okay. You know, I, I try, I think I have a strong mind for my age um i at least at least i like to think so you know and um i feel like i've been doing pretty good you know with kind of processing everything that's going on um being aware being responsible on top of all my medication and like all of the doctor's visits and everything you know that's been going on and uh, like emotionally I, I don't feel like i'm depressed or anything but um not like severe but there are like signs you know like where i just sometimes can't do anything like just because i have no like motivation no energy the medication i'm taking i'm taking about 16 pills a day right now i literally counted yeah that's it's a lot 16 pills all different things for my body and um it's 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 a lot of taking it's, it's a lot you know going from nothing like, and then three months, you know, it, everything, like, moves so fast. It escalated so quickly, you know. And, like, with the ER, pretty much once I got to the ambulance, once I got to the emergency room, it took another, like, three hours before I was even, I don't know, three, I'm being dramatic, maybe, like, an hour and a half, two hours after getting picked up from the ambulance before I was able to see a doctor. And the doctor took blood test. Um, she, uh, they gave me morphine. And the morphine didn't do anything. So they gave me, like, another dose of morphine, like, two hours later. It didn't do anything. And then after that, they gave me, some, like, dualadin or dialadin, something like that, which is apparently four times stronger than morphine. That was able to help me walk. <laughs> that, um, the morphine literally brought, like, it didn't really bring down the pain. It, it was uh, maybe from a nine to eight, you know. At one point, yeah. But then the other one I took was able to bring it down to like a seven six you know and by that point um i got it i got admitted i i got a i was like um i was inside the emergency room by like i believe seven eight shit i already forgot no it was already dark um but i didn't get out like they released me um they they just charged me from the emergency room like around three in the morning, four in the morning. And it was because I was able to walk. Pretty much that's all they could have done is just give me pain medication because, you know, there's nothing they could have done just as a flare up, you know. Um which kinda sucked because like I'm just kinda I kinda had to deal with it. Like I I was still in so much pain. I was still literally like a like a seven out of ten, but I was able to walk limp very slowly. You know, I literally felt like one of those walking dead zombies. And, uh, I was like all drugged up too, super, uh, tired, you know, just out of it. Then they gave me some more, uh, narco after the first day. And that happened on a Thursday night, Friday, I was home. I was resting. I was okay. You know, the, the, med the med pain medication was help was like make helping me walk. I was still in pain, but I was able to walk. So that was okay. 
Then Saturday, the pain increased again. But this time it went from just not just not just my ankles, but my hips too. And um, this time I didn't wait until it got unbearable where I couldn't walk. I knew where this was going. So I told my parents, hey, like the pain's back. It's getting worse. Uh, we need to go to the ER again. So luckily this time I was able to walk barely, barely fucking walk. I had to literally hold on to my dad's shoulders like he was right in front of me like in order for me to take each step which sucks you know but uh thankfully we got there in time where i was able to get in a wheelchair and by that time it took another hour um to see the the doctor once i got in there and by that hour i wasn't able to walk so you know it was pretty good timing pretty much same thing happened where this time like since i was there two days ago um, i was telling what happened it's another flare-up. They didn't even give me the morphine. They just straight up gave me, like... And also, like, last time they took my IV. So, you know, they had, like, um, like one of those... Uh, there was already a needle in me where they can just, like, take out blood or, like, put in, like, you know, anything in my in blood, in my veins. So, um, this time they didn't do that. They just injected me with uh, Dualadin or Dialadin. I need to find out what's that name. But, yeah, they just injected me with that. And um, they kept me in there for, like, 40... Like, an hour, you know? and uh then they just let me go and then they give me more of those but in a pill form um you know for the next few days so i was on that for like two days because i was the only way i was able to like walk and i was barely able to walk with those pills you know which is scary which is scary like the fact that like i'm taking these strong as medication like pain pills you know and they're only able to do so much it's uh it sucks it definitely sucks but you know um it could be worse and that's what i tell myself all the time you know because i like literally can like life could be worse i'm very grateful to be able to even have this medication to help stabilize it because if i didn't have this medication i would be dead already pretty sure you know especially with the blood clot on my lungs that that would have definitely been over for me so i'm definitely grateful or, um, you know, everything that I'm given, it's, it's a very humbling experience, you know, going from being like taking a, like taking advantage of my body, not really caring, not, not getting myself checked up to getting a blood on my lungs and not being able to breathe. It definitely humbled me with that simple gesture of inhaling and exhaling. And then after that, to not be able to walk, you know, taking that for granted, just the very simple things that I never thought of that I would not experience. You know, not being able to breathe and then not being able to walk. And, um, yeah, both, both were very intense. Both happened within the past three months. And I've been off work these past three months. You know, I've been off work already for quite some time. And I just got more time off work because my body is just not able to go back to work. Like, I, I, I you know, I, I've considered it. And I just think, and right now, especially since it's really active, um, you know, I've had a flare up like about a week ago. It's it definitely that proves that it's not ready. I'm not ready yet. My body's not ready yet because these flare ups come so randomly, you know, and I can't really expect a job, especially in this time right now to just be very um, accommodating to me. You know, having to go to the doctors, having to go to the doc, like like uh, to yeah, having to go to the hospital, you know, because I've been to the ER a, a few times, urgent care a few times. 
and uh it's frequently like i'm at the hospital pretty frequently you know because of everything that's going on with the doctor's visits and everything else so it's like it's just way too much work and stress to add so uh sadly you know sadly i'm not working for the summer it's uh yeah pobrecito me right not working yeah that's uh that's one of my struggles but oh well it i do miss civilization though society and talking to people i'm definitely a people person that's something i know i know i mean obviously about fucking podcasts i like sitting down to people with people you know but yeah anyways that's my flare-ups that's the lupus part after that i think everything's pretty chill um i finished my last full-time semester in my bachelor's at cal poly and um i did decent <laughs> not gonna lie I, I i thought dude i mean in the middle of the semester during march when all this shit was happening when i was hospitalized and all that like i genuinely thought i genuinely thought i was gonna like fail all my classes i thought i was gonna have to retake the entire semester um i for like two months i genuinely i didn't even do any homework for two months i showed up to like the zoom lectures you know i did all the classwork i did activities i participated as much as i could you know but I, I didn't do any homework unless unless it was group work. Then obviously I'm like fuck, like I have to do some shit, you know. That that was the only motivation was it was not even for me was like was to not be a drag to other people. Um. So yeah, I wasn't doing homework. So I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, like <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm gonna fail all my classes. And then eventually I um I just kept in contact with all my professors, telling them what's going on, being real with them, and thankfully it was they reciprocated it, you know. And um, shout out to them. Shout out to my my three professors for allowing me to pass this semester. You know, um, I'm 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 really grateful for uh, everyone who's 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 helped me, supported me in any way, whether it's like just like you know saying what's up, talking to me, um, helping me, you know, giving like doing favors. I'm not sure. Anyway, thank you, and um, for the podcast, you know this is something that has definitely helped me keep going this is something that has definitely helped me distract me from everything that's going on i love sitting i love sitting down and talking to people i love setting up i love like the post setup you know of like just like after after episodes been recorded um 20 episodes you know i i thought i was gonna end the season i, th- I thought i was gonna have like a season you know oh i'll do a season i'll do 20 episodes that'll probably be enough but to be honest, I'm nowhere near ending, you know, like like the first season. I, I don't know when it's going to end. I still have a lot more people I want to have on and um, I have a lot more plans. You know, I have a lot of other things, a lot of other ideas I want to bring to the podcast, you know, whether it's games, whether it's uh, topics, you know, different conversations, different guests. And there's a lot of guests who um, are still like, I'm still trying. I'm not trying, but like it's just uh, with everything that's going on, you know, I just I need to take it like slow, but slowly, but. There's a lot of people that I want to have on, really interesting people, and I'm really excited. And I'm super happy and super grateful for everyone who's even been down to sit down with me to talk. You know, like this is something like this is something that I, uh, I it just blows my mind that I do now. You know, I do it for fun. I do it for myself. And, um, you know, after 20 episodes, I mean, obviously I've listened to all of them. You know, I was, I was part of it, um, I'm, and I was I'm super happy and grateful for every single episode because that moment and like that conversation would not have been possible 
without this. And I'm super, I'm super proud of myself for even like sticking through this, you know, and like even starting this because this has like, this was just a passion project. This is something I'm doing for myself, you know, not something that like, not, it's not a job. I mean, I see it as like a, as a side job, you know, but I'm obviously not making any money off of it. It's something I'm doing for fun. And I just want to keep doing this. I want to keep sitting down with people. I want to keep talking. I want to keep having these conversations. I want to keep learning new perspectives. You know, learning new perspectives is such a beautiful thing. It's something that people need to do more in life is just open up, you know, allow stories to take place and change your reality. You know, who knows? Who knows what you might learn from talking to people? And that's what that's why I do this. That's why I am who I am. I'm extremely social. I love talking to people. You literally never know what someone can do like to your life like the impact they can do and you don't know what impact you can do to someone's life you know and that's pretty much what life is about it's about connection it's about getting to know yourself and your and your surroundings and the people and realize that we are all connected you know the sense of ego sense of like being the main character it's it's fucking ridiculous to me personally at least because i don't think i'm the main character i obviously did at one point we all do you know uh, that's ego sometimes even like even when even when i don't think about it maybe sometimes i might think of the main character you know it's funny that's i mean it'd be like that you know fuck it but uh yeah that's pretty much my philosophy in life i don't know if that even makes any sense but pretty much after that hmm, let's see i've already talked about the lupus i've already talked about um surprisingly finishing school i need one more class by the way and then I officially get my bachelor's, which blows my mind because, like, you know, I was kicked out of college my freshman year. <laughs> so at one point, I didn't even think it was possible to get a bachelor's after getting kicked out, after failing, you know. Um, but here I am, like six years later. I'm 24 years old. Um, a lot, a lot, uh, a lot, ex- a lot more experience, definitely, you know, than 17, 18 year old me. And um, it's so stupid because when I was like 18, I thought I was an adult. I thought I knew everything. <laughs> and and like looking back at it now, I was a fucking little idiot who didn't know shit and was like was barely like learning, barely learning, you know. And it's funny because like that's how everyone is at 18. That's how my like that's how I know a few 18 year olds who are like that right now. We're like, oh, I think I know everything. Even me right now, I'm 24. I should not think I know everything at 24. I'm not like you know, and I don't. I know I don't, but. What I do know, I, I try to articulate the best I can. You know, at least what I, what I think I know. Who who the fuck knows, right? But yeah, so pretty much everything that's been going on these past three months have been pretty intense, pretty life-changing. And because of that, I am currently, you know, just in a very interesting place. I feel like it's appropriate for me to talk about my life. It'll be something interesting for me to come back to, you know, see where I was at this point because you know, I'm not always going to be like this, hopefully. You know, I'm not always going to be um not be I'm pretty sure like I'm 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 going to go back to work eventually. I'm I want I want to, you know. I'm getting I miss like challenging myself. I miss being productive. But at the moment it's something that unfortunately I can't do like legit the medication um you know the the lupus itself the pain and just everything's been going on my body definitely i don't feel like i'm myself right now and um you know i understand that like it's it's out of my control 
you know, I can't control the fact that I have lupus. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I could, I could have gone back, you know, but I can't. And this is my reality now. I am, you know, in need of help. I'm, I'm in need of uh, assistance, of of uh, support and love. And um, thankfully I have that, you know, with everyone who's been listening. You know, even if you don't listen, like, I still appreciate you. Um, yeah, I, I guess this is everything I wanted to share with you for now. Uh, I, this is the 20th episode and uh, nowhere near the end. Thank you to everyone who's been listening. If you listen to every single episode, I fucking love you. If you listen to any, like, any episode, I love you. Thank you. And till next time, you know where to find me at. Zenith. Take care.